What's up, you guys? We're back with another interview, and our lovely guest goes by the name of Ava Tehete Ancleo. Many of you have probably scrolled through TikTok and seen her pop up on your For You page. She's widely known for her comedic skits. Her relatability ranges from the struggles and stereotypes of being a Gen Zer to stories of living in an African household. Ava's creativity in content creation has earned her 2 million followers on TikTok and a whopping 200k on Instagram. So, want to learn what it takes to make it on social media from an established creator? Or do you want to listen to stories and experiences behind the life of an influencer? I have had the privilege of answering both questions in this episode. Therefore, sit back, relax, grab a popcorn and a bev, and enjoy this episode. I'd like to kind of start, and you talked about this before our technical difficulties, but kind of tell me a little bit about North Carolina and kind of the experience of living there. Yeah, um, North Carolina is just kind of, uh, like I said, one of them random states, just like Ohio, Ohio, and it, like, the part where I live in is more rural, and it's, like, a mix of, like, you know, the suburbs and, like, some farmland, because if you drive, if you drive a little bit, you're going to start seeing, like, you know, maybe some cows, horses, chickens, and yeah, it's just kind of, it's just like kind of weird because it's just like on the outskirts, like the outskirts of like uh, Charlotte, which is like a big city. So it's like, it's weird how you can have like a city and then you just drive like maybe 30 minutes on the highway and now you're in this kind of like completely different like town area. Yeah, that's, that's scary. I mean, like, because in Massachusetts, like, like I said this before, like we have towns and like small villages, but we don't have like, like you're not going to drive and like see like a cow like on the sidewalk. I live in the city, Worcester, so I, I never see that yeah. at all. And so I think it's just so interesting that like there's so much open space. And for living in the South, like how is that? Because you talked about it before, like the suburbs. And so how is like the high school mm-hmm. experience for you? Like how's how's that whole um, like we moved here to like you know more like suburban area like in 2012 mm-hmm. or 2011 but before that we were like in an apartment complex and we were like in a predominantly like more black area black schools mm-hmm. and so like when we moved it was kind of like it was just kind of I mean it wasn't it wasn't a big yeah. shift but I was kind of like man my other school was so much better and I just like I just never really realized like I would actually I would realize that I'll be looking around and I'm like man I'm like the only black person here and I like to count all the black ethnic people on one hand but I feel like it didn't really bother mm-hmm. me much because I was just like okay I'm just there's not much I can do and even in high school there would there would be like some black kids like that went to the school but like with the classes that I was taking it was just like more white people in there so then again it was the same instance of where I could just count all the ethnic people on one mm-hmm. hand and it would just be like you know uh just it just wasn't I want to say I was an odd man out but it was just like yeah. man it's kind of they kind of lame but it's okay so <laughs> like if you went viral you were on TikTok in high school right or did you do it after was it after high school when you started going on TikTok or was it before um it was during high school it was uh I believe I've been on like TikTok for like almost like 
four years. I think I mm-hmm. started doing it like sophomore sophomore year because mm-hmm. I was just procrastinating on work and I was like, okay, instead of <laughs> instead of doing you know my worksheets, let me just start filming little videos and post those mm-hmm. the past time. Yeah. So do you remember when your first vi- TikTok video went viral? Um, I the <laughs> the thing is like back then, like mm-hmm. viral for me was just getting like ten k plus likes mm. and so there was like one video where it was like I was dancing and it got like 11k and I was like oh my gosh I was like, oh man I'm going crazy like this blowing yeah. up like this is crazy but I would say like the first video that actually blew up blew up for me where it was like kind of like you know I like I, I gained a lot from it it was like this one video where I was like um I was like oh oh like people who found my TikTok they're like oh my gosh is this you on TikTok and I'm mm. like, no, that's not me. She do look like me though, but that's not me. Mm-hmm. And people were people use that sound to this day. And I'm like, man, <laughs> that was that was the start of it all. That's when like I started to like kind of, you know, grow more. Like everybody was like following me from that one video. And so like when I post other videos and they'll kind of like, you know, do numbers, gradually yeah, grow. Do numbers. So then when you were in high school, like how because if you're going viral, like your, your your likes are going are increasing, right? So like, how was it with interacting with like other people? Like, do people always come up to you, be like, "Oh my gosh, I saw you on my for you page" or something like that? Yeah, I, some some people did. Some people would be like, "Oh my gosh, Ava, like I found your TikTok. Like I didn't know you're a TikTok mm-hmm. famous." And I'm like, "Man, if y'all just leave me alone, I was like, y'all y'all gotta bring this to school." Yeah. And there's this one instance. It was so. Oh my god, it was. I won't say it was embarrassing, but it was mm-hmm. kind of like, man, I couldn't have no peace because mm. I, I was I was struggling in Spanish and so like you know after Spanish class I went to the bathroom to you know to, to drop a couple tears just, just to let it out I was like you know we got our quiz scores back and then it's like man I'm really not I doing well so I just went to the that's what I'm saying so I went to the bathroom to cry and so like while I'm like you know wiping my tears getting ready to go to the next period someone's mm-hmm. like oh my gosh Ava like I saw your TikTok on my free page like, I'm like, I love your video like, that's, that's, that's what I was saying I was like I was like huh like literally like tears I'm like oh yeah, yeah thank you so much oh my, my gosh God, and it was just like that was like the whole thing people will be it's like I know people knew about it and like mm-hmm. they will probably talk about me because like man they just like they were just some haters some of them were just haters but yeah it's like it's just weird that people like will know me and like watch me but it's like I don't know them and it's like yeah kind of eerie yeah because it's like a stranger's coming up to you saying like oh my gosh like I was watching you and everything like that but it's just like thanks like it's kind of awkward yeah I feel like it's kind of awkward too because it's like sometimes you're just going up to somebody someone just comes up to you and like they act like they know you but like you don't know them so it's just like right yeah and it's like i never know if it's like if you just if you just trying to like just be like mm-hmm. oh my gosh yeah i love your videos you know follow me back give me a shout out like that because Ooh. some people did do that like because, this one right because like right after they say like can you follow me on like that's just when you kind of like mm, that's like the twist like i'm gonna mm-hmm. follow that's weird well, hold strange. on now <laughs> what were you saying about like the guy yeah this is one dude like he gonna like he i have not talked to this dude in like two years and he's going to like mm-hmm. snapchat me and be like let's collab and i'm like collab and do what collab and do what i do is like and like he, he's like he was giving like um like mall interviewer type vibes and i'm like this Ooh. is not like it's, it just don't it's not so matching. I found that odd. I found that yeah. very odd. Just like random people just texting you from back in the day, being like, 
I want to hop on your wave. That's strange. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like when it comes to like family, like friends, let's start with friends because like as you continue getting your likes, as your life continue, as you continue growing, how did that kind of affect your friendships? Um, I would say like some friend, like I think there was this one friend in particular. She was kind of weird about it. Mm. Like when I tell her about like any deals I got or something. It was Ooh. like, oh, you making money? Mm. Oh, give me some. I was like, okay. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, yeah. That's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So it's like when it's like the like I feel like the key thing that you kind of look for is just like if if they're happy for you or if they're kind mm. of like you know being weird about it. If they're kind of like mm-hmm. hmm, like you know like like I don't know. Yeah. Like it's, can it's, I like you're, you're you're not giving the energy that I was thinking that you're gonna give and even exactly. if you are giving energy it's not really it's, is it genuine hmm, that's what i'm saying that. exactly yeah because like if so she's i feel asking, like now yeah now ahead. that even yeah now that i graduated too is just like the established friends that i had that i'm like i'm close to that like you mm-hmm. know talk to me i talk to them we facetime every now and then it's like you know i feel like i already have those friends in my corner and i'm not really like i, I feel like there's like a point where sometimes it's like okay I, I don't know how to, I don't think I would want to have any mm-hmm. more friends I don't know if that sounds weird it's just like I'm fine as I am like if someone else comes and like we're cool we're vibe and we're friends okay then we're friends mm-hmm. but I'm not like you know I'm not in any type of you know actively trying to seek or find anybody yeah because yeah. I got my friends here and then like you know of course my influencer friends too that I also keep very small it's just like you just have to have like people who you can actually trust rather than just a whole bunch of random people who you are not close with at all. Yeah. No, you're giving advice. You're giving tea. You're giving, you're giving to the audience right now. So (laughs) yeah. So when it comes to like, um, kind of family ethnicity, you're Ghanaian, right? So kind of how did Mm -hmm. that interact or intertwine with like your content? Well, definitely because, uh, there's like a bunch of things that happen in just like, Ghanaian African households that are just mm. like man like if I were yeah. to post a video about this I would know people will relate like mm. if it comes about washing the dishes oh, not knowing how to girl. cook a meal because my mom stay on my neck about that she's like oh girl. you don't even know how to do this girl. you don't know how to do that I'm like bro please <laughs> don't even get me started right now like literally it gets me so annoyed I'm just like what about what about the opposite what about the opposite sex like can you not That's can you not do the same thing like yeah I see every I know day, what you're talking about mm-hmm. every day is oh go make some food for your dad I'm like bro this dude Ooh. know how to make it though <laughs> why don't he like I'm over here chilling chilling and then I would oh make some food for your dad and yeah it's just like some things where it's like you know you you know you're gonna find that niche who will understand like what you're talking about Mm -hmm. so yeah and also like I feel like you mentioned before like you know about those people like those African creators who like like you also be watching like I also watch Clifford Owosu Mm -hmm. Even e baby, e baby Kobe. Oh my gosh, I think I watched a couple episodes from him. <laughs> yeah, so like those people, so I'm like, you know, this is, you know, I can do something like this, especially mm-hmm. you know, just based off of my own experiences. Yeah, that's 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 it's it's good to get like kind of weave your own and like your culture and kind of put it together because it's worked and it's worked for you, right? And so I think I think that's cool. So exactly. I mean, we can go into your during, right? I guess, how did you, we talked about this before, how did you feel when your first TikTok went viral, like the positives, you kind of talked about the positives, but what about the negatives, like, what was that Mm -hmm. like? Mm -hmm. Well, like, it was, 
it was kind of like uh, I don't even know how to explain it. It was just I just felt down because I'm like, man, mm. I'm really being perceived by all these people, and mm. some people are like calling me a dude. Ooh. They're like, they were so sick for that. They're like, uh. this is a guy. I was mm. like, okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, y'all. okay. Hold on now. That is so rude. Like. Saying that's when I realized that people on the internet can really just be mean and just like say mm-hmm. just say things without having your feelings in regard. Mm. So and, and like there was one video, someone reposted it on their Instagram, and like all the comments were just call me a dude, call me a dude, just like you know, basically masculinizing me. And mm. I DM the person, I said, bro, can you take this down? And they ignored me. They did not open <gasps> my DM, so I just, <sighs> so I just, you know, I just. I blocked them and I just shoved it in the back of my mind. I was like, okay, I'm not going to look at these comments. I'm not going mm-hmm. to feed into it. And I feel like that's when I began to really just try to delete any type of like mean, hateful comment towards me. Mm-hmm. Like, but now I don't really get much of those type of comments. But I would say like previously before, like in the beginning of TikTok, I would really, I, I, I would admit, I was going on there looking a little bit crazy. But I didn't <laughs> give anybody, I didn't give anybody the a okay to talk about me okay yes yeah. i would go on there and i just like hair would be fresh out of the twist <laughs> no no type of product inside but everybody I'm just goes like, to their stages like it's just not like I, like especially like during that time too because i remember it's like, in the very beginning like you're in high school and everything like that you're not really on your mind thinking you have to go and do this this is a third to like you're thinking about making content right and so right yeah i feel like it's just so it's horrible that people are just like questioning who you are and like because of the fact that like you have maybe have like a deeper voice or something they make comments about it and it's just like mm-hmm. that, that that hurts i mean like i feel like that hurts because like i don't know being on social media and having that being publicly shown yeah. you know exactly and they just they do it to like so mm-hmm. many dark-skinned mm-hmm. black women like it's it's like a mm-hmm. whole thing and it's like yeah. it's so aggravating but honestly it is one of the things where you have to just know who you are and ignore it the yeah. best you can because if i were to dwell on it all the time man yeah. i'll be i'll be sick <laughs> i'll be sick to my exactly stomach. and so i mean you've talked about the negatives right and so i guess you can kind of give us like an insider lens on the behind the scenes right creating content figuring out what's in and out like how was that for you not the alarm <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah um i'll say like for any like behind the scenes it's really just me just thinking of an idea like i i I don't really put much like thought into it like plan things it's just like i have like a whole list of like ideas i think of and i just like write it down because it's like like i feel like with me i just Mm. find humor in everything so even something as simple as like me drinking from a water bottle and then the water bottle pops back into shape and I'm like, oh shit. Like I'm like, oh, that could be an idea. that could be a video idea. <laughs> and so I just like kind of write mm-hmm. that down. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it just kind of makes me just look at everything in like a creative way to be like, oh, I could do this, I can do that. That can be a video idea. Da 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 da. So that's kind of the behind the behind mm-hmm. the scenes of it. And also like I just like it when um I mean, I make a video and like I ju- I generally laugh and I'm like, man, I- I'm really funny for real. <laughs> I'm like, good job, Ava. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Hmm. So like, when it comes to figuring out like what's in and what's out, like how was that um, process for you? I like I feel like when it comes to that is more like with um 
like audios on TikTok or like even little trends. Mm. And it's just like when you see like we see it a lot, then you're like, okay, this hit. But then when it starts like kind of fading mm-hmm. out, then you then like if you were to use the audio, it won't get as much like recognition really because like that face has already passed. But um with me, I try to really I don't really follow trends as much. Like I will occasionally but most of the time, mm-hmm. it's usually just my own, like, idea and video that I try to, like, make and do rather than, you know, just back-to-back, you know, what's in, what's in. But, like, kind of mix it up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because it's, like, can you if you always do what's in, right, then you kind of don't have your own exactly. content. And so it makes sense that it kind of, like, combines it both. So have you ever thought about moving out of North Carolina? Um. Yes, definitely. Uh, <laughs> oh no no you're fine okay no, that me like yeah I, I have of moving but not mm-hmm. as of now but I just I do know that I don't want to stay in this state you know mm-hmm. I feel like there's this there's better opportunities for me like in other states like like Atlanta Atlanta there's a bunch of like you know things going on there they're always having like casting calls and you have more mm-hmm. like you know abstract photographers and like a lot of content creators live there too. Like my friend Nikoya, she just moved there, and you know, mm. she she likes it there. My sister lives there, and my other, my two older sisters, my uh, they live in Philly. So I feel like one like like I visit those areas, and I feel like they're a lot more exciting than like where I'm living now. And that's something that I would like mm. to like you know have like a place where I can go to walk around and just be like ah, this is nice, rather than me walking and then there's a trump 2020 sign and i'm like man i'm like okay literally like in massachusetts like you see that like people don't think that you see like because everyone's like oh this is like a liberal state but like you see that so i can't even imagine in this like north carolina like i bet you you see that like 10 times more so i mean how is it meeting influencers right meeting content creators like what are the misconceptions and the truths um I was well the people with the people I've met so far there have been people who I've been like talking to for some time like Sophie and uh Jay so when I met them it was just kind of like you know how it was when we talk on FaceTime like it, it wasn't like you know anything drastic or different so like we were all cool with each other and uh I one thing that I was scared about was like them always trying to film or something mm-hmm. being like oh yeah, da, 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 oh, yeah, yeah but that yeah. honestly didn't happen mm-hmm. um, actually like, I feel like uh there was times where I'm like man we actually we should have filmed because <laughs> we could have done like a video but like we really didn't film as much or do that much like always have our phone out and recording something so I've, that was that was one thing that was kind of like okay yeah this is this is not bad yeah. and with other like we met like other tiktokers like casket and Nika, they they were cool too they were fine and i i just think like it's just like fun just meeting people who do what you do you know and you guys are just able to meet talk about it and just see the person beyond the screen like have yeah. them physically there and it's kind of like oh yay mm-hmm. link up i think that's a good perspective <laughs> to have right because then like a lot of people sometimes think like meeting influencers. Yeah. Like when I see on YouTube, like when I watch a lot of these like um content creators, they always talk about the negative aspect of it. But people don't understand like not all influencers are like that. And I feel like when it comes to there's different types, right, of people to meet who have a significant following. And mm-hmm. not everyone's like 
bougie <laughs> yeah. like you like not everyone's like bougie you know when it comes to kind of meeting influencers looking for casting calls that whole like aspect of it how is like fame right how did fame affect yeah. you as a person when you came to like your increase in social media in general um it kind of was like a reality shock to know that like, these people who mm-hmm. are watching me who are seeing me following me that they're real and that when I go out in public, I can potentially be recognized because there's been a couple of times, like, I'm in the grocery store, I'm at the mall, and they're like, are you on TikTok? And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. I'm that like, that must be scary. I'm like, oh my god, not actually be watching me. And it's just like, wow, like, this is actually something that, like, puts me out there for, like, everyone to see, and, like, people will recognize me. And that also kind of makes me think, like, I should be more cautious with, like, you know, what I do share, like, whether it be, like, my location or if mm. I try to do anything, like, oh, let's do a meetup or greet and meet. Like, I have to be cautious and, like, you know, at least have some type of protection there because while there are, you know, people who are like, oh, yay, Ava, we love you. We love you. There might be someone who's like, mm. ah, I want to I wanna kick her ankle. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, ooh. I have to be a little cautious. <laughs> no, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I mean, because it's, like, you never know right and so kind of being cautious and like kind of putting your guards up in that regard i think it's a good thing so like if you were like walking in like target or like walmart like even with the mask have you ever been recognized yes and that's why i'm very surprised i'm like how you i'm like Mm. how did you know it was me because and maybe it's my vibe my aura because they just be looking at me hard Mm. and i'm like oh my gosh i'm like what they looking at me for they're like and i'm like wait (laughs) you're not you saw through the mask because how did you know right okay i mean yeah that that is very that is very scary so i mean we talked about this a little bit like being like dark skin and kind of getting like negative comments Mm -hmm. right kind of being like when it comes to people masculinizing and everything like that so how did kind of being african-american contribute to like um you making content and continuing to go viral um, I mean, I guess it's just, like, most of my followers and people who do support me, they're, like, you know, other Black women as well. So while there are, like, mm-hmm. some, like, negative comments and stuff, like, the amount of, like, love and support I get from, like, you know, people who look at me and, like, you know, feel better and more comfortable in their skin because they see me, you know, out there on the platform. And that kind of outweighs, like, any type of, you know, mean comment I get. So just, you know, just building that type of community with, like, other Black women mm-hmm. really just, you know, really, really just... It really does help. Yeah, it really helps. Because a lot of people, like, even with, like, my podcasting thing, too, it's just, like, listening to, like, Black podcasters really does help because it's, like, you kind of get a perspective and you kind of get, like, advice on how to do certain things and what to say and, like, learning about all that. Like, one of my favorite podcaster podcasts is, like, We Said What We Said. I don't know, Denzel oh, yeah. and Ricky. Yeah, I literally love that podcast because it just gives you, like, so much things to kind of learn and build when it comes to podcasting. And so I completely understand, like, how a community of like black creators content creators can really help i mean we talked about this before in our pre-interview and you kind of seem a little bit hesitant but it was the infamous alt versus popular tiktok debacle 
I kind of wanted to talk about. Yeah, girl. Cause I mean, I mean, it's old. It's old, right? It's old. Okay, yeah. But like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just figured like you were like a significant yeah, it's... person I would see on for the for you page, and people would be like, "Here's like all, and here's like um popular kids," and I'd see a lot of you in there, and so I'm like, "How did you feel about that?" Yeah, it was just that era was so Mm -hmm. interesting because i feel like that's when we started getting our first taste of how people want to be different Mm -hmm. so bad Mm -hmm. they want to be different so bad and want to separate themselves from like you know mainstream creators and stuff and be like oh Mm -hmm. my gosh like you know i'm different like you you watch charlie d'amelio i watch this this so so Mm -hmm. and so like it was just very interesting i feel like even that era i feel like it was like it was like 2019 mm-hmm. i think yeah i think it was yeah i believe that's when that's what i was <laughs> when i was in my green <laughs> m&m era with chase rutherford and like the um what was it what was the thing called the the cosplay Ooh. movement and things <laughs> like that it was just very interesting and that's when that's when you just i don't know i, I really don't even mm-hmm. know how to explain it it, it was just, I feel like, like, looking back, it was all just really stupid. And I feel like even, like, during it happening, I feel like it was it was not that serious. Like, people were really trying so hard to, like, make, like separate themselves and make themselves feel different and, and be different. But it's, like, it, at the end of the day, yeah. it's just TikTok. Yeah. Like, you, we all are yeah, the same yeah. act. It exactly. Really don't I, I agree. I thought it was just, like, what are you doing? Like, what? <laughs> like what is this type of separation like that you're trying to make i mean there is the factor too like sometimes people some people were talking about like the race factor because a lot of like the popular kids were white and like kind of like the recognition which i agreed with but i didn't agree with like the whole the alt versus popular kids because it's like you're trying to make yourself seem like an other but it's just like are you really an other like what like what are you doing and so yeah i agree with i agree with what you're saying so but like how does the unstableness of social media feel right because like kind of that up and down and like people kind of first year kind of like like peak like you see you on for you page all the time like oh my gosh this is a person that's so popular and then at certain points kind of like middle and like stable and then all of a sudden you go up again right so that's kind of how social media is so how does that feel um it's it can get kind of like worrisome at times because like I would post and I'll be like man this is just doing Mm. as well like just not getting this number of likes in this many minutes and like looking at like how my videos were doing like earlier before when I was doing TikTok I'm like oh my gosh like I'm in my flop Mm. era but also I just I just know that like it like I said, it's ups and downs. So by all means, it's yeah. gonna be up again. Period. And I just I, and I feel like with that, since I was getting kind of discouraged, I just like I don't post as much on my main account. But then it's like me not posting will also kind of you know add on to me decreasing. Mm-hmm. So it's like I just need to suck it up and just start posting regularly and like you know not worry much about the numbers and just like post content that I generally like and those who see it mm. see it those who don't don't but also like even with the for you page the algorithm it does like you know sometimes pick and choose like maybe i'll try and post a video and it'll be like under review Ooh. for like an hour and i'm like what is going oh, yeah. on or like even my friends like they'll post something and then they're like oh like 
go on my account and, and like see if you can see it and like they'll see it on their account but like when I go to their account I don't oh. see the video so it's like it's just very odd because it's like sometimes it can just be like you know you you not being consistent with posting or other times it may just be like the uh, algorithm is against you yeah and not I mean that's what I was video. talking about before when it comes to like the who who's getting picked and choose to be shown on the for you page and a lot of times it does have to do with race right because a lot of these Mm-hmm. Like people that are on the for you page are people who are not, you know, dark skinned women or dark skinned men or just black people or just people of color in general. And so it's very hard sometimes to kind of like navigate that because like you might not you might feel like on your page that you're getting like you see like engagement, but like the algorithm is not really focused on you. They're focusing on someone else who has who they deemed mm-hmm. as someone who's like more popular. Right. And so. Exactly. How do you even feel about the word influencer, oh. right? Because a lot of there's a whole debate on that. I mean, the thing is, it's kind of one of those. It's like I like I personally don't really feel as I'm an influencer. I'm just someone who who happens to be on the interweb. You know, I, I'm just I gain a little following. Mm. I'm just on the internet. But the fact that like there's no other way to like kind of describe it or like say it rather than it being like it's like by force you have to just say influencer because what other way can you describe it mm, what you're yeah. doing even when I went to go file taxes they're like what are you doing and I'm like social media <laughs> influencer they're like oh my gosh because wow. it's like there's no other word for it and I mean like I guess you are kind of influencing people especially if you're like just like I, I, I mean I understand the meaning of it it's just you know eh, I don't know like what else yeah. can you say? Like there's not, I mean, there's not a lot of you, you are influencing people, so it's just like what are the misconceptions about being an influencer? Um I would say I don't, I'm not really sure. I mean, I I do feel like it is like I'm very grateful and like blessed to be able to do this rather than like, you know, having like a actual job I have to clock into and stuff like that. But it does kind of like force you to like be creative and like try and like present a product in a way that you know your followers your followers will like and engage with so mm-hmm. it, like it kind of you just have to kind of be creative so if it's like if you can't you know think on the spot about what to do then it's going to be like kind of hard to like make that type, like make a little promo video or anything because that's that's how you get paid like people think that just posting on tiktok mm-hmm. gets you paid what's up you guys so that pause was because of technical difficulties but you know since we're here i was just wondering what are you doing right now what are you thinking what are you what are your thoughts about this interview so far are you just sitting there in a relaxed zen eating popcorn are you into it like really into it learning about you know how the functions the functionalities of being a content creator I don't know let me know what you think on my instagram okay that's it let's let's actually get back to the interview <laughs> hopefully because someone just called me did it did it restart the whole no, thing no 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 <laughs> no didn't no. okay bro I'll, okay <laughs> no, <it didn't. laughs> I'm so sorry. i was like yo okay i'm so sorry but um yeah just posting on tiktok and i gonna get you paid you have to like people have to like mm-hmm. reach out to you and say hey we want you to promote this this product and we'll give you this much 
Cause that TikTok creator, that creator fund, the creator fund, man, you gotta. I don't know. Like, I feel mm. like you have to be a certain type of person for that to work with. Because literally in the contract, it says, "Oh yeah, you get paid off the views, but we can also, you know, choose like it's basically they can choose to push it out or not." Like that's why the creator fund kind of messes with your views because obviously. If you're getting paid mm. by the view, they're just going to take your views away. So don't got, they don't got to pay you that much because so many creators have joined the creator fund and all of a sudden, mm. boom, downhill. Yeah. No views, no likes, no nothing. And you, so that's why I, I that's why I never did a creator fund because I, I, I didn't want to take that risk. And also, hey, I don't know. It's not fun when you, when like, you know, just posting simple yeah. videos start feeling like a job and you this takes the fun out of it. So, hmm. I mean, speaking of, you kind of talked to touch a little bit about like um getting paid for like promotions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We're gonna kind of move to like the brand deals because you got you got you got some stuff on your list, sis. You have H and M, you have Journey, you have Reebok. So, I mean, how was the process, right? Because most of these were photo shoots. Mm-hmm. So, how was the process of doing these photo shoots for these kind of brand deals? Well, with like the setup, the posing, yeah, with like H and M, they give you like a they gave me like a little guidebook, basically saying like you know mm-hmm. do's and don'ts. So they're like, yeah, you do, you know, have good lighting, you know, good background, but don't have the background be too busy. So like no murals or like you know mm-hmm. like I don't even know like no crazy crazy background like I'm, I'm standing in front of like I don't know I, just just nothing just mm-hmm. nothing that is like too busy like has to be at least like a little bit plain or just like some greenery and um just show the product like you know that's what that's what the clothes are the clothes are the product so like you don't want to be hunched over trying to be like buy this shirt so you have to at least show it yeah show it properly and that's like kind of it and then with Reebok you know show the shoes like that's kind of what that's all they Mm -hmm. wanted they just just show the shoes okay and um once they like tell me like you know what I should do what they want from me then I they send me the things and um I like try and like like with the Reebok shoes I had to kind of like build a fit around it so I just mm-hmm. did a little did a little fit and I tell my dad because that's that's the person that's the man behind all the photos my dad so I tell my dad mm-hmm. I said okay I, I need to take these pictures so like when you free he's like okay so tomorrow at two and I'm all right tomorrow <laughs> at two you get in the car, I got my fit on. He's like, Where you wanna go? I said, Man, I don't even know. Like this like we live in this air, like there's no places to take pictures really. We just be finding little crevices, uh-huh. like I don't know. So sometimes we'll go like we'll go somewhere in the neighborhood, like there's this little field in the neighborhood. We'll try to take pictures there and I'm like, nah, this ain't working. We gotta go somewhere else. Then we go to the mm-hmm. mall. We try to go flick up at the mall and I'm like, Oh my gosh, no, the background, the background dirty, like this is this, this not working. He's like, Okay. He's like he think he's like, Okay, let, let's go to the park go to the park and I'm okay I like these and so I get the mm-hmm. pictures edit them a little bit I send it to them and then they're like okay yeah this is good now get a tell mm-hmm. us the caption what caption do you want and then I'll try a couple of the captions sometimes they'll be like mm, no can you can you tweak mm-hmm. a little bit and I'm all right I gotta come with a different caption and like or sometimes they'll just they'll just give me a caption to just copy and paste and say and mm-hmm. then they tell me like a live day they say okay you know we got everything everything's approved um post this day or they'll be like or they'll ask me they're like okay when do you want to post this and then like I tell them let them know and then I post it and then after a while they'll like want to screenshot the analytics to see how good the post did like you know the like um likes the views the engagement yeah the engagement mm-hmm. 
and you know take a screenshot of that send it over to them and then like you know then they'll pay me it takes like a like a, like a process like maybe it takes like i'll say like sometimes it can take from like two weeks to like four months four months <laughs> yeah sometimes maybe a little late maybe maybe taking a time with it but where's my check like two weeks okay that's like normal well, four months i mean it's still as long as that check comes then it's fine right so yeah so that's the process. this process how did it feel like when you continually like got these brand deals like once i don't know h&m or journeys or reebok contacted you and just like i want to do this with you um i was very like oh my gosh i'm like these are big dogs i'm like these 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 are brands that like i like i shop at like i've seen before that are like well known and so it was kind of like wow that, that was that's when i was like wow i'm this i'm a i'm a quote-unquote influencer for real yeah <laughs> i this this is my this is my income now yeah and yeah. so yeah I, I i was i was very excited mm-hmm. and i was like, okay yeah and plus like you know i got free shoes and my when i got them free shoes my mom was fiending she's like oh give me one of them give me one mm-hmm. and i'm like okay <laughs> let's let's relax a little bit okay <laughs> yeah you yeah, know i i really get that so like you do modeling, right? With these photo shoots come like the modeling and like trying to figure out the poses. And so I guess my next question was like, is modeling a career that you're kind of trying to venture onto or are venturing into um, right now? I would say with modeling, it's very, it's, it's, it's interesting. Like I really don't view myself as a model really, but just. Girl, <laughs> girl, girl skirt. I was looking through your Instagram and you were giving model. You're giving thank model you, status. Like, please. You. I just, I saw the one that you went for, I don't know if it was like in New York. And I was like, she had the pose. She had the, she had the pants. I was like, ooh. I, listen, okay. I, I, was like, I just, I just mimicked. I was like, let me, let me do what I see the models do because <laughs> I am very unsure right now. I honestly was very like awkward with photos and I, I still am a little bit but it's like mm. there's something that you can always just approve upon because my dad mm. taking my photos for me for me like with my iPhone is very different than like a photographer with like you know the big digital camera and the click yeah yeah and yeah. so like mm-hmm. that's where I really saw like a difference like it was very scary at first because I'm my dad I know him I know that dude he's my dad so like mm-hmm. me doing yeah. little poses and stuff yeah, it was just yeah. you know chill cool vibes but then with like these like photographers I felt a little more like intimidated and like the nerves get mm-hmm. to me and I just start feeling a little bit awkward a little bit so with posing I'm mm-hmm. still you know I'm still working on it but it's just like with within all those like 10 15 shots there's gonna be at least like one or two good photos so Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's okay if you do feel awkward at times because even through the awkwardness, you're gonna get like a good shot, at least you know a couple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, and you did get some good shots because like your thank you, are- thank you, thank you. So we're talking about the Paramount Pictures and about uh, Paramount series, not Paramount Pictures, and it, I think it was called Awesomest TV Next Influencer. Tell me, girl, how did that come about? Like, was it a pop in an email or like, was it just kind of them contacting you? Well, well, I 
Um, I was watching the show, the season two, and I was watching it and I'm like, man, it's kind of lit. I was like, I could probably do this. Like, I, and like knowing, you know, my platform and like the fact that I'm already, you know, on social media and stuff, that this is a very, like, it's very possible that I can end up on this show if I really, like, you know, showed interest in it. I was like, hmm, it kind of piqued my interest. And so, like, you know, season two was over. I saw everything, and I was like, okay, you know, this is the people. People kept on commenting. They're like, oh, my gosh, yes, Ava, like, you should be on there. Da, 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 da. So I was like, okay, maybe I will. Okay. <laughs> so I, uh, so, like, they had some type of thing. They said, do it this video if you want to be on season three. And so I duetted it, and then, oh, boy, um, Owen, the little host of the Next Influencer thing, he commented. He was like, hmm. And so with that, you know, they got my email and, you know, I had to fill out like some forms and stuff. And like they they had some little interviews so they could be like, well, for actually how to film a video too. So how to fill out some forms, film a video. And then like from that video, there was like some type of um, like interview thing set up. I forgot what they called it, but basically just to be like, to be like, okay, how are you? You know, see if they like your vibe, your personality or anything like that. And I was so nervous. I was like, mm. and he was he was like, he's like, you seem very calm in here, but in your video, yeah, you seem a little yeah, more exactly. that. And I'm like, listen, bro, I don't know you. I was like, I don't know you. And so with that, you know, they were like kind of like doing the process of it. But like my parents had a lot of questions. They're kind of like, what is going on? Like they are they gonna like they're gonna fly you out so you can be on some show with strangers, like be in a house with strangers. And, like, my parents had questions, and so, like, I was, like, trying to let them know that my parents wanted to know more about it and stuff like that. But then, like, I kind of, like, was feeling very nervous about it. Like, I was, like, feeling like, okay, maybe maybe this isn't the right time for me. Like, I was, I was like, am I ready to be, like, on, like... Like, am I, am, am I, am I going to move yeah. into this type of, like, reality TV shows type vibe thing? Like, is that something I really want to do? Like, especially, like, the fact that they can really turn, like, they can, they can cut clips, flip things around, make it seem one way, even if it's not. And, you know, I'm not, even though, like, you know, I can be outgoing or I can, like, you know, talk to people easily, like, if it's, like, me, I don't know, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just... Yeah. Am I that sociable to just to, to live with all these strangers and do this? Like I don't know, but by all means, they they didn't reply to me, so they didn't reply to me, and so I was okay. This so this this obviously wasn't my time, and they didn't want me anyways too. So it's a lie. Is that really a bad thing? Because I went and looked at it, and I was like. Not to be a hater, but it wasn't giving. So, I mean, <laughs> I guess it really wasn't. Your timing was not right. Because I, I feel like it's good that you kind of waited. And you kind of, like, went through the measures of, like, is this really good for me? Am I really, like, ready for it? And everything like that. And I feel like by doing so, it's like, you have, you probably, you will have, like, other things coming that will be like, okay, like, I'm glad I didn't do this. Exactly, yeah. Right. Rejection is God's protection. Exactly, girl. <laughs> Come with it, come with it. Uh-huh. Kind of talking about um, moving away from that, right? You you graduated from high school, right? And mm-hmm. right now, obviously, you're still a social media influencer. So I don't know. We kind of went about, like, the highs and lows. But what are kind of, like, the overall highs of being a social media influencer? Um, The highs, I'll say just, you know, being able to 
make money in a seemingly like kind of easy way because taking pictures and making videos is not is not like is not the type of like it's not extensive extensive work like how working yeah. like nine to five is mm-hmm. so that's that's definitely a high for me and the fact that I can like make this money and like save it and like use it to you know potentially buy a car mm. like you know a lot of influencers you know with the money they make they're able to like buy an apartment and stuff like that so that's definitely a, that's definitely a high and I will say a low is just like the fact that people just be saying anything to you yeah. like it like the people will really just be hating on you for the simplest things or like people will be analyzing critiquing unnecessarily so that's that's kind of a low but <laughs> you can always just ignore it ignore it yeah. exactly i mean yeah i agree so with you graduating from high school right as you talked a little bit about that in your pre-interview but you're in a gap year right now right and so yeah. kind of like i don't know if you're comfortable like kind of talking about like your reasons for being in a gap year because i mean like i i feel like i applaud anyone that kind of chooses like themselves when it comes to like those things because like, college is stressful and so like being mm-hmm. able to kind of have that like year of like relaxing kind of looking at your soul and finding your own journey and everything i think i think it's a good thing so kind of telling you your reasons for going on a gap year yeah i would say like just that reason exactly just the fact that we just finished high school and you need like 12 years of school back to back you gonna need more than just one summer to jump into college now and the fact that with like you know k through 12 you have this type of schedule where it's like it's set out for you. They say you do this, you do that, da 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 da. Like it's already like made for you, and you just have to just follow along with it. But in college, you're really out there on your own. You have to hold your own self accountable. You have to make sure you're getting to these classes on your own time. And it's like you can spend your free time doing either or, and nobody will tell you otherwise. Your mom's not going to mm-hmm. be there to say, "Hey, honey, do your homework," yeah, yeah, exactly. or your teachers aren't going to be like, "Okay." okay guys like it's really just you out there so the that type of shift is something that a lot of people struggle with and that's why like their freshman year like the first couple months they're struggling a little bit and it's just like kind of like whoa a big adjustment to make so I just knew that I I wasn't really I wasn't really like you know ready for college in that sense because man to be out on my own like that I'll just be stressed and depressed mm-hmm. because yeah. it, it, w- it would have been a lot. And also, I don't even know what I want to do yet. Like, I'm not sure what I would have chose for my major or anything. So it would just be a waste of my own time and money if I'm going to college, but I'm still not sure about what I'm wanting to do. And to, like, try and switch and change your majors, like, multiple times is going to be a lot of stress on you again. So I just knew I had to, like, take a break. And also... You know, I do have my little social media thing. So with that, I'm able to kind of focus in on that and, like, just see how much, like, I can get from it, how much it can benefit me, and, like, how I can grow and just have all these other opportunities and stuff because college will, all, by all means, always be there. It's not going away, but this is something that I could, like, do now because I don't know how long this will last. So, yeah. So, I mean, what are some myths that you kind of heard about going on a gap year that kind of were not true when you when you yourself actually did um honestly i 
I'm not really sure because I didn't really look much into gap years. I feel like it was, I kind of, mm. I, I don't, this sounds so bad, but I, <laughs> when I was in senior year, I literally, like, call, like, college was right there like right around the corner mm-hmm. and I did nothing yeah. I did not apply Ooh. for anything <laughs> I was literally just like I, I was I don't even know what was wrong with me but I just did not I did not apply to any type of school I didn't do anything kind of college related no essay mm-hmm. no anything I didn't even apply to scholarships because I was just like man school is really like I'm not really an uh uh school person really like I I I feel like I was try I was back like earlier like elementary middle school but like once I hit high school I was kind of like man I am not I am not rocking with education for real Mm. (laughs) I like this is this Mm. is so like I don't know so I just kind of knew that I was like going to take a break anyways or like anyhow because I don't know I, I just like it just I really just felt like this was just something that I like I was going to do anyways I I didn't really plan to do it it was just something that I kind of just fell into because I didn't even prepare any time soon to go to college anyways and my parents I mean they were a little bit like girl what the hell are you like like, what are you doing girl what you doing (laughs) but my sisters you know kind of talked to them and were like you know everyone moves at their own pace and you know Mm -hmm. it's it's fine if I if I want to kind of like take a break from school especially seeing that like you know I'm not as academic as they are because we're not all going to be the same because my sisters they're very you know into education they you know honors stuff like that I barely I barely got my honor school I like I was this close to not getting it but I got my little silver honor school and Mm -hmm. I was just like yeah I'm not done I'm not going to you know be thirsting for like oh my gosh yes let me do these classes and books like yeah yeah so I feel like I don't know if I'm the best person to talk talk to talk to this about because I just I don't know I that must have been so freeing though right because like you didn't have all that pressure in senior year trying to like do all these things you had you had more freedom to do what you loved which was making content right so I think in a sense like it's a good thing because not everyone has to go into the education sector it's not everyone's path different people have different paths yours was making content right and so I think I feel like that's cool to do right to have a gap year to kind of focus on yourself and focus on what you want to do and everything like that so talking about your next steps what are you thinking about doing outside of kind of like the TikTok realm Mm -hmm. um honestly I just feel like being on social media itself it's like there's so many opportunities and things that you can do I'm I'm not sure how to explain it it's just with this what I have now if I'm to continue doing it I can get invited to certain events and stuff once I go to those events Mm -hmm. I can make like any connection with these people and these people and with that like maybe I can someone will reach out to me and be like, Oh, you wanna do a little a little Snapchat mm-hmm. show or something like that? And I'm like, Oh my god, yeah. And then now it's kind of micro, micro, you know, per persona that people are like, Oh my gosh, yeah, I know that person and then it's maybe I'm gonna be on some YouTube channel and then I'm yeah. hosting some little event. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I I feel like that's kind of where I would like to go because I don't I don't really see myself yeah. in terms of like education. I can definitely like online classes mm-hmm. for like little things. Um, I know like some 
some other influencer people <laughs> do marketing because that kind of plays into you know what they're doing right now like you're marketing yourself basically like you're you're your own person that you're trying to kind of push out to people so i know some people do marketing and i feel like i could probably just do certain online classes to kind of like get the gist of the type of like industry i'm going to go into i don't know much about the entertainment industry but like i know that there's probably certain courses that kind of tell you more about that that i can do online rather than like physically going to school yeah exactly on campus and stuff but other than that i feel like i I don't have job that i'm planning to do like oh yeah i want to be uh nice so let me do this or like oh yeah i want to do this so it's just kind of like knowing that Mm. i have something going on now and i just need to keep on doing this so it goes further and further things will like opportunities will kind of like come to me and i can kind of see where i can go with those type of opportunities that are presented yeah, I hope hopefully that makes sense. I don't know if, I don't know well, if it that does. Did, that did make sense because it's like kind of trying to figure out how to elevate your social media platform, mm-hmm. like in a sense. And so I think I think that's like that's a good that's a good like way to go when it comes to your goals. Yeah. Even or... like uh, Quinn. Quinn. See Quinn, like Quinn Quinn Black Quinlan Blackwell. Quinlan yeah. Blackwell, like from Vine. From Vine. You know her? No, girl, I do not. Oh my god. <laughs> Quenlin, Quenlin. Okay, I probably do. I yeah. probably don't know the name because I'm really bad at names. Quenlin, who? Quenlin Blackwell. Blackwell. Er, not this turning. Purple hair. Oh wait, wait. Maybe is is does she have like a meme? Yeah, yeah. she's like she has a lot like of. She's memes. crying. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah, I know her, I know her, I know her, yeah. So, like, yeah, like, her, she started off a Vine. Oh, and, then. like, with that, you just grow, like, like, now she's doing, like, she's doing Beats commercials and stuff. Mm. Like, it's something that, like, a lot of, like, you can really make some type of a career and living off of just being on the interwebs, mm-hmm. just being on, like, Instagram, anything, like, yeah, just, like, a kind of internet person yeah yeah i see i know i exact i know i see i see i see where you're where you're talking about and i going at navigating in that path is like a good path to go on you know um did you have any questions mm-hmm. that you wish that i asked that i that you want to talk about um there's none that come to mind no i think so that's kind of it okay so uh, amazing talking with you and for those for those who do not know i will put all of ava's social media credentials in the bio and yeah that's all i have for you i should thank you for thank you for talking with me this was, this was so fun <laughs> even though it's like up and down but I know it was. It, that's what I'm saying. People, some something was praying on our downfall, but we came out on I top. No, exactly, exactly. We were able to finish this, and like I'm so happy because I was at first I was like, "Girl, like what's happening? Like why is my Wi-Fi not working?" But I'm just happy that I was able to talk with you, and I hope to talk with you again. Of course. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Wait, was that for the outro? <laughs> Are we leaving for real? Girl. We leaving for real? No, that was just like.
like a like a legitimate buy. Like I was like I was gonna like end it, but then like I was just like she's still on, so I didn't necessarily know like if I was to just like move to the next like yeah. <laughs> but that was that. This is a good. Okay. This is a good. This is a good outro. This is a good outro. So I shall see you and I shall talk to you later when hopefully next time. Okay. Bye. Bye. Y'all, that's a wrap with this with our interview with our chat i was so happy to talk with ava she's such a beautiful soul and it's so interesting to get a look inside an influencer's life right because like i'm just a person scrolling right watching the like these creators these content creators and like they have so much behind the content they're making right and i was just so happy to talk with ava about her experience I wanted to come on here though as well to reach out to you like this is like a little public announcement text me like dm me i really want to talk with you guys as well too so reach out and i'll you know if you kind of feel like nervous you don't want to do an interview like that's fine like just send me questions so i can answer it through my podcast episodes because just hearing from you and i want your voice to be shown through and heard and your perspective to her to be heard to other listeners as well so please please this is an outreach you know <laughs> but all the credentials all of ava's social medias will be in the bio and my social medias will be in the bio too for you to reach out but yeah that's all i got to say y'all i shall see you on the flip side <laughs>